Hi, everyone. It's Gabby. And we're going to start doing some bonus episodes weekly for the listeners. And what we're trying to do is just take these specific bite-sized topics, go through them pretty quickly, and drill down on specific takeaways. What we're also doing is we fielded some questions and we try to elaborate from there. So for our bonus podcast with Dr. Harper on swimming in cold, maybe cold showers, cold plunge, I just thought I'd talk about my personal experience. And like all of these shows, I'm not an expert. And I just give you what I have seen or experienced. And so some of the questions were, how and when uh, do I do it when I go in the plunge? And, you know, for me, if I can get in two, three times a week, it's a real luxury. The way we do it in our house is Laird is kind enough to use, uh, fill the ice tub. And so I really look at it as an opportunity because, it, you know, it takes a minute. They got to load it up with the ice. However, um, I don't get in it as often as I would like, and there's a lot of data showing the positivities of about 11 or 12 minutes a week of getting in the cold. As far as my mental and physical process, either when I'm doing it myself or helping somebody, this is what I say about getting in the cold. We know it's cold. It's cold to sit there and you know, go on and on about how cold it is or how cold it's going to be is almost counterproductive. It's I get in there. The thing I do too is I dunk my head under, I block my nose because that gets the body sort of ready for the cold. And I go straight into it to the best of my ability, seven second inhales and seven second exhale. And what I do is I try to instantly calm myself because you do have a reaction to the cold. Obviously you get used to it as you go, but I visualize that the breath, and I'm doing it through my nose, is hot air, warmth. And seven seconds in, seven seconds out, whether it's you know less or more, it's fine. Also, you're in compression, so it's sort of even harder to get that, that air in for seven seconds. And what, what is true about cold plunging, different than swimming or cold showers, is that after about 30 seconds your body actually creates this sort of really nice little warm bubble around you. So if you don't move and you can just get through that first 30 seconds, it makes all the difference in the world. You know, people go, well, how long do you stay? And I try to stay in about three minutes. Having said all that, I couple it with the heat. So for example, Laird might start in the cold and then go in the heat. I am seldom in the frame of mind to start um, straight into the cold. And if you, in our episode, um, you know, Dr. Harper talks about getting warm before you go in. It may be counterintuitive because you think, oh, I'm going to, you know, why well, get comfortable before I get miserable? For me, it creates a better tolerance. If you're going to go in cold, you sort of think, well, what's the point? And I was asked if I could share some of the effects. Do I personally feel a difference? And can I track the difference? Well, first of all, I think doing something that is uncomfortable and it's almost, there's an element, of course, you know, you're safe, but there's sort of something scary a little bit about getting into, you know, 32 degree, 42, whatever, our ice is 32, but where it's like, I don't really want to do this. I never run towards the ice and go, oh, I can't wait. I've, I've been doing this for years and there's still always that kind of pause, that reluctance. 
well, I know there's something so powerful about doing something that is supportive of us, of our health, of our growth, um, whatever it is that is uncomfortable. And seldom do we get to do it in a way that there's there sort of aren't destructive elements. And that's what I love about the ice. It's it's wickedly hard. You get to see yourself. You you get to override your impulse to to want to get out, to freak out, to go. You know what? I'm just going to calm down. I'm going to be here. And that choice alone makes it easier. Um, and I, I do feel it, it, you know there's a a lot of data showing it helps with mood elevation. And as far as tracking the difference, I can feel it in my joints and my skin. I I mentioned earlier that there's a lot of data showing there's you get sort of more positive effects after 11 or 12 minutes a week, but I do notice it in sort of the tautness of my skin, overall inflammation in my joints, in my skin. And maybe it's an illusion, I'm telling myself, but I'll stick with it. If I do it on a regular basis, I have known, I have seen improvements in cellulite, just saying. Um, So I think you feel it internally, I feel it emotionally, and then I do feel, I can see sort of some physical changes. I also would like to add just a caveat that I have heard many times about icing, which is a couple of things. It can be used to improve performance, but for example, and Dr. Huberman did has done a lot of conversations around this, is you can, there's studies showing great improvement if you're in a sporting event and you put your hands in cold water or that's why people are always cooling the back of the neck, how you can get your core temperature to drop pretty quickly. However, in one way that ice is not your friend is, let's say you go and lift a bunch of weight and you decide to go ice right after that, you might stunt or retard some of the benefits of letting that inflammatory response occur, the tearing down of muscle and such. So what I would say is I would not ice around lifting heavy right away. Okay, if you've got a couple hours in between, you know, there's a gap, that's fine. So using it for performance, yes, using it for inflammation, but not going from lifting weights straight into an ice tub because you you could be undermining some of your other goals. Understandably, getting into a, a cold plunge is, it's not as easy and convenient at home. So, okay, I've seen a lot of setups at home. You see people who have freezers that um, they keep very, very cold, like, and you can get in. That works well. You just have to make sure whatever you're using eventually, at some point, you're going to have to drain it and keep it clean. This is better for less people. We have a lot of people coming through our house, so that's not as hygienic. A step up from there, well, let's, let's go backwards, actually. Cold showers you get benefits from that. The difference is it's almost like wind chill. You're kind of getting blasted. You want to stay there for at least 30 seconds if you can do it. If you can end every shower, and if you live in a colder place, you're probably going to get more of a benefit, obviously, because your cold is colder. And at first, what seems impossible, it does get, you get used to it. So the shower is easier to do, harder in that it just kind of blasts you. The second would be having a type of freezer that you that you you just sort of ad lib and uh, modify to 
to use it in this capacity. I see a lot of people doing that. Um, again, we try to stay for about three minutes. I've also seen people who have, you know, once or twice a week parties at their house where everybody brings, a, you know, bags of ice and they create uh, a collective ice um, bath situation. And so before you get into, this is obvious stuff, but I'm just going to say it, into the ice, you always shower off, right? You just, if you've been sweating in a sauna, you shower off. If you're coming in and all you're doing is icing, you always shower off before you go in. Um, and and you, I've heard stories of some people putting uh, peroxide in the water, things like that. We don't do that so much. We just keep everything as clean as we can. Now there are plunges. So we have restaurant um, manufacturing ice, you know, four or 500 pounds. Uh, we personally use a brand. I do not work with them. I'm just sharing the brand we use. It's called Hoshizaki. Uh, touch wood. It seems very reliable. That's the brand we use. There are plunges. So you have Renew, R-E-N-U. It's a very beautiful setup. Um, it's a little more premium. And then there is a great setup called uh, Plunge. And it's like a beautiful ceramic tub. And it, that one's a little bit more affordable. So I, I fully acknowledge that these setups are expensive. However, there's something so powerful also about doing this with people that you live with because you know how they talk about being in difficult situations, those, that bonding mechanism of doing hard things together, and everyone just feels better. I mean, it takes the piss and vinegar right out of you. So if you can't, first go to a shower. Um, if you Maybe you're part of a gym that they've got a cold plunge. Take advantage of it. Make room. Make time to get in there. Um, you can do the freezer. Or you can do those beautiful plunges, renew or plunge. And then we've got the stainless steel tubs. And I even think you can find some of them used. And they're amazing. Because I, for example, I have a few of them. But one of them is literally 30 years old. And they just last forever. Um, but that's just a different setup. And it's a little, it just takes more orchestration, shoveling the ice and such. This podcast is brought to you by Babbel. I don't know about you, but every time I travel, I kick myself that I haven't spent more time learning whatever language it is in the place that I'm visiting. It's like you want to connect with the people in a real way. Well, immersion, you know, that's the best way. But most of us can't move somewhere and, and you know, live there and learn the language, even though that's number one. But number two is with Babbel. And the reason that is, is first of all, they have it's really quick. They've got 10 minute lessons and, but they're handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. But what I love about it is it's designed by real people for real conversations. It's like, listen, we all want to know, like talk about food and directions and things like that. And Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real life situations and delivered with conversation-based teaching. So you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. And that's the other thing I love is just combining that because you think, okay, maybe using a trip that you have planned or getting together with family somewhere, using that as your motivation to get going. And you don't have to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that maybe don't really even help you, you know, speak a new language. In fact, a study showed, there was one study, they did studies at Yale, Michigan State, that Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours, that's nothing, is equivalent to a full semester at college. They've got over 16 million subscribers sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. So 
here's the incredible offer for a special limited time deal for our listeners right now. You can get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash Gabby. So to get 50% off at babbel.com slash Gabby, that's babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash Gabby. Some rules and restrictions may apply. If you live in a small apartment, um, and the other question was, if I'm a busy parent, like, how do I make this easier for myself? Well, the fact of the matter is, you know, depending on how little your your child is, let's say you have a kid walking around and, you know, maybe you bring some floaty toys and while you're sitting in there, they become a part of the experience, right? Their duck goes in, their boat goes in, and it's a way to be together but it's it's also about making it a priority. I am so guilty of this where I can put everything else, right? Everything to do with the house or with work. Um, and even like I would train long before I would put icing as a priority. And then there comes a time where if you do it enough times, you think, man, I feel so good. Why do I not? Why is it so hard for me to get here? One is because it is, it's a, you have to put effort. Um, it, you know, it's, it's hard to, to put it together, that's where I think the plunge would be good um, if, you, if you're at home and you're like a busy parent. Um, and, it, you know, it's like secretly you kind of dread it. So those are my things where I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'll bang iron um, instead of get in there. But, the, but just how you feel. Um, and now if you're in an apartment, I would try to find a place. I think more and more places or gyms are having at least a cold plunge. So you could go in a hot shower and then just go sit there. And maybe it's longer. If, if it's, you know, cool, like if it's in the 40s or, or, you know, 50s, maybe you stay in a little bit longer. But some of the benefits is you'll hear a lot about how it can help train your vagus nerve. Um, I think it makes you more efficient in thermoregulating. So one of the, one of the most caloric, uh, calorie-demanding things we do is thermoregulation. So whether we're trying to keep ourselves cool when we're hot or warm ourselves up when we're cold and adding this element makes us better at it. Um, I'll give you an example. My feet used to burn like crazy when I got into the ice tub and through time, and I don't know if this is a circulation improvement in my circulation, that has certainly gone away. So if you experience that, please, please know you can usually, that can improve a lot. Um, It will limit your inflammation or inflammatory response by using the ice. They talk about how it supports the central nervous system. And, um, and honestly, when I talk about mood elevation, and I don't know if it's like you're just thankful to be alive and it's over because it's so primal, um, but it really does, for me personally, give me this sense of homeostasis that I, I enjoy. I always say you, couldn't, you can't make me mad after I've been in the ice. Um, and then obviously, you know, maybe just helps with sore muscles and, and aches and pains. And finally, to, to just go back to like if you're living in a smaller place, maybe it's adding ice to your bathtub if you have one, or you might just be a, you know, you might be a cold shower person. Either way, any of these things, versions of this, you will get benefits from. This episode with Dr. Harper was about cold water swimming. And there's other elements to that that are so beneficial, right? There was the community aspect, being in nature, even navigating in and out of the water. I think sometimes when we're just in our 
our kind of animal human self walking on rocks, um, all of that. I, I just think it has a, such an uplifting nature to our lives that is indescribable. We can't, I don't think that's something you can buy. This is something that you have to do. And it's the same if you think, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to explore icing. You don't have to be, you know, Herculean to take it on. I think you just have to be willing to say yes. And maybe initially you get in and you can, you can go, I've got people, hey, they come and they go in and they jump right out or they go for 30 seconds and they work their way into a minute, maybe play a little bit of music in the background. Um, so, you know, just as a quick reminder on, on how to brush up on just approaching this, I would not do it alone because it's, that would, it sucks. Like it just, you need to have someone around not only to be like, did you see that? But also someone who's like, Hey, you can do it. Um, so I would, I would get in, I would dunk. As soon as I got out, I tried to get into a very comfortable position, one that you could be in, in a still way. I would try to go into my breath and slow it way down. Seven seconds in, seven seconds out. I, I personally like to have music on. I sort of say, hey, can I sit here for a song? You just hope it's not a remix. And I do have a clear clock. Now, if you're a person who maybe you have someone with you, let them give you the time. And if you figure, if you get your breath down to seven and seven, that's pretty much four full breaths per minute. So I will oftentimes bring people in. And if I see they've really slowed it down, I'll say, hey, listen, if you can give me eight real long inhales and exhales fully, you're done. And let's say your toes or your fingers, hands are burning, and that's what's going to get you out. What I, what I encourage people to do is just slide it out, slide the toes out, slide the fingers out. If you can keep the body in, you'll work your way into the feet and with the hands, but don't make that the thing that gets, takes everything out, if that makes sense. So you don't have to be a super athlete, um, a glutton for punishment. I actually find that most people who just can sort of manage their mind uh, do very well. So I encourage you to, the showers, listen, the only thing with, that are kind of tough about the showers is that, again, that, that kind of blasting, it's almost like a wind chill. You don't get to settle into it, but start there if that's what you've got. And if you have access or an opportunity, just try the plunge. It, you'd be amazed on how invigorating and how great it makes you feel. So if you do it, um, I'd love to get feedback and hear how your experience was. If you've been doing it and you've got some other you know, secrets, please share those. And as always, I appreciate you listening to the show. That wraps it up for today. Make sure to follow us on Spotify for free episodes and subscribe to The Gabby Reese Show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me at Gabby Reese on Instagram and Twitter. Aloha. truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.